Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, Oregon. It's Friday, July 24th. This is Elliot News with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Government watchdogs at the U.S. Department of Justice and Homeland Security say they'll investigate federal policing of protests in Portland. The offices of the inspectors general at the two departments say they'll open investigations in response to a request from members of Oregon's congressional delegation. Two senators and two representatives, all Democrats, sought an investigation of the training and directives given to the federal officers, as well as the intent of the operation. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler had little to say on Thursday, the morning after he was tear-gassed repeatedly by federal law enforcement officers while standing among a crowd of hundreds in front of the federal courthouse in downtown Portland. Demonstrators have converged every night for eight weeks in downtown Portland to call for systemic reforms to the police bureau Wheeler oversees. The mayor's appearance on day 56 attracted attention and jeers from a crowd of more than 2,000 people. The mayor told attendees he was raising alarms across the nation to warn other cities about what could unfold if federal law enforcement is dispatched to their towns. After he was doused in tear gas, Wheeler told reporters he hadn't seen any behavior that justified its use. Wheeler declined to comment further later Thursday. The Portland Police Bureau has also regularly used tear gas on protesters, although that has waned in the face of scrutiny and a wave of lawsuits against the city. The police bureau threatened to deploy tear gas, but did not, within an hour after Wheeler left early Thursday morning. A group that advocates for limited government has filed a lawsuit challenging Oregon Governor Kate Brown's authority to require Oregonians to wear face coverings in public. The Freedom Foundation announced Thursday that it had asked the Oregon Court of Appeals to temporarily invalidate Brown's orders as the court delves further into their legality. The Freedom Foundation lists three Oregonians in its legal challenge. They say they have a medical condition, past psychological trauma, or strong political beliefs that prevent them from wearing masks. A spokeswoman for the foundation said the organization believes the governor's orders require approval from the state legislature. Multnomah County voters may decide this fall whether to tax high earners to fund preschool for children ages 3 and 4. The Universal Preschool Now campaign on Wednesday announced that county elections officials had certified its 32,000 petition signatures. It's now up to the Multnomah County Board of Commissioners whether to adopt the measure or refer it to voters in November. If the measure is approved, the county will collect a tax of 3.9% on personal incomes of more than 165,000 and joint incomes over 190,000. It's expected to collect $260 million a year to expand capacity among child care providers, existing pre-kindergarten programs, and private daycares. If approved, the free preschool programs would expand gradually until they roll out to every eligible family by fall 2027. Supporters of a plan to put an independent commission in charge of Oregon's congressional redistricting process will get more time to gather signatures and a lower threshold to qualify their initiative. 
Oregon Attorney General Ellen Rosenblum had asked the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals last week to step in and stop the effort after a federal judge in Eugene ordered the petitioners should have more time due to the pandemic. Rosenblum, a Democrat, had gone over Republican Secretary of State Bev Clarno's head in appealing the ruling to the Ninth Circuit, though both officials opposed the campaign's request for more time and a lower signature requirement. Intel shares plunged on Thursday after the company reported serious manufacturing problems with its next generation of microprocessor. Intel said it's a year behind in developing its forthcoming 7 nanometer processors. The latest problems will result in a delay bringing the technology to market, according to Intel, possibly until 2023. Investors were blindsided, and Intel stock plunged 10% in after-hours trading. The company suggested it might have to turn to its rivals to make new chips if Intel cannot make them in its own factories. That would be a humbling turn for the company, which has long cherished its title as the world's most advanced chipmaker. Intel develops each new generation of chip technology at its Rondler Acres campus in Hillsboro. Thanks for listening. You can support this podcast and our local journalism with a subscription to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.